The Philippine Army chief tagged two female suicide bombers in Monday's deadly explosions in Holo, Sulu. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte promises to account for every centavo spent in the country's battle with COVID-19. And President Duterte says no to a revolutionary government. Good afternoon, I'm Stanley Palisada. Dateline Philippines begins right now. A massive manhunt is underway for those involved in Monday's deadly bombings in the southern Philippine province of Sulu. The Philippine National Police says it has mobilized all available units for the pursuit operations. They will be coordinating with the armed forces of the Philippines. The blasts, believed to have been perpetrated by local terror group the Abu Sayyaf, killed seven soldiers, a police officer and six civilians. 72 others were wounded. Philippine Army Chief Lieutenant General Cirilito Sobejana says two female suicide bombers were responsible. A security analyst says the daughter of two Indonesian suicide bombers who attacked a church in Holo last year may be one of them. Yun nga rin po ang uh, nakakapangamba dyan dahil nga very recently lang yung Holo Cathedral bombing tapos nasa vicinity niya. So, Ibig sabihin, very familiar din sila sa area na yon at alam nila kung kailan sila mag-aatake. A top Philippine military official believes adding social media regulation in the ambit of the Anti-Terrorism Act of 2020 will prevent more incidents like Monday's holo bombings from happening again. Armed Forces Southern Luzon Command Chief Antonio Parlade Jr. says existing laws are not enough as terror groups use social media to discuss bomb-making and recruit young members. Parlade insists this will not curtail people's freedom of expression online. I'm firm in our, uh, in, in our position that we should make people liable and responsible for what they're, they're, uh, they're doing or they're sharing in the social media. Prior restraint, ang pumapasok sa utak ng mga tao is again martial law. No, it's not like that. just want to make sure that whatever IRR will, we will come up with, it should be more appropriate to uh, what the technology that we have right now. The Philippine government's top lawyer asks the Supreme Court to cancel the oral arguments on petitions against the contentious anti-terror law. Solicitor General Jose Calida cited the threat of COVID-19, saying public gatherings are prohibited under the current quarantine protocol. He argued social distancing would be impossible, noting that the estimated 300 individual petitioners against the measure. Calida added holding oral arguments through video conferencing would not solve the health risks, since it would still require people to gather in a confined space. He suggested other alternatives such as the submission of memoranda or written opening statements. One of the petitioners slams Kalida's move. Attorney Howard Calieja says government would rather hide behind technicalities rather than confront the issues around the measure. 29 petitions against the anti-terror law have been filed so far. The Supreme Court plans to hold oral arguments next month. Every single centavo spent in the Philippines' fight against COVID-19 will be accounted for. That's the assurance of Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte as he addressed Filipinos on the country's COVID-19 response. 
Since the pandemic began, foreign loans have reached around 386 billion pesos or $7.7 .7 billion. But government has said it might need to borrow more to address the health crisis. Wag kayong mag-alala. Lahat ng pera dyan na gastos dito sa away ng COVID ay maa-account. I will hold myself responsible for this sole and solemn duty of uh, answering for and in behalf of the executive department of all the funds that were spent in the fight against COVID. Huwag kayong mag-alala kasi yung may kulang o nagkulang kukunin natin balik sa kanila o hindi. I assure you, I will be the one to endorse the case to the prosecuting office. We have to spend, desalo na sa COVID, we have to spend, but we must have to spend wisely and correctly. Kaya naiwan. Kasi kung wala ng pera talaga, bangkaruta na, wala naman tayong kumita, kung may magpahiram, kung wala magpahiram, maraming mamamatay, hindi tayo makabili ng medisina. Kaya kung may pera, bayanihan, whether it's pretty part of one or two, uh, I will make sure, as long as I have this uh, guys here with me in the team, yung task force, uh, yung pera ninyo, I have no doubt that uh, they will not allow corruption. The coronavirus death toll here in the Philippines tops 3,000. That's after the health department reported 13 new fatalities Monday. Cases, meanwhile, soared to more than 194,200 with 4,686 new infections. The Philippines has been logging record high numbers since late July following the easing of quarantine measures. Researchers have estimated cases may reach up to 230,000 by the end of the month. But some experts believe the country is now close to flattening its COVID-19 curve. Now, Philippine Vice President Lenny Robredo slams the alleged lack of leadership in the country's pandemic response. In a speech Monday, Robredo said there seemed to be no clear vision from government on how to overcome the health crisis. She added provisions in the new Bayanihan 2 recovery bill were not enough and government should spend more to address the economic fallout from the pandemic. The vice president outlined her recommendations to help the economy bounce back. These include helping garment manufacturers refocus their businesses to produce personal protective equipment, empowering frontliners, hiring more contact tracers, and giving assistance to displaced workers. Hindi mahirap unawain ang sentimiento ng marami na para bang walang timon, walang direksyon, Walang malinaw na horizon kung kailan at paano masusolusyonan ang pandemya. Na parang wala na tayong maaasahan sa mga pinuno. O para ba mismong wala nang namumuno. Kung walang mamumuno, tayo mismo ang hahakbang. Tayo mismo ang magtutulungan. Tayo mismo ang bibitbit sa isa't isa. Buo ang loob ko. 
sa pananalig, sa paninindigan, at higit sa lahat sa pagkakaisa, madadaig natin ang krisis na ito. President Duterte again vows to hold accountable corrupt officials at the Philippine Health Insurance Corporation or PhilHealth. A former anti-fraud officer of PhilHealth has accused top executives of stealing 15 billion pesos from the agency using different fraudulent schemes. Yung PhilHealth ang dapat imbestigahan ang dapat i-prosecute lahat at dapat ikulong. Kuya na lang ang trabaho ko sa maiwan ko sa dalawang taon, yan na rin ang gagawin ko. One of the things that, uh, few things that I can do in the remaining uh, two years of my term, ubusin ko ito yung panahon ko to work on the cases for people who are involved in the field health. Duterte, in a public address two weeks ago, promised to get rid of corrupt field health officials. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte puts an end to talks of a revolutionary government. In a public address aired Tuesday, Duterte asserted he does not know or support the group advocating for him to lead a revolutionary government. Over the weekend, a pro-Duterte group launched that initiative to make it easier for the Philippines to shift to federalism. It has drawn flack from the vice president and some lawmakers who questioned the timing of the move as well as its constitutionality. Revolutionary government Tapos ako ang sinasabi na ano, wala akong pakialam niyan, wala akong kilala ng mga tao na yan, at hindi ko yan trabaho. The Department of Interior and Local Government also distances itself from the group, calling for a revolutionary government in the Philippines. Interior Undersecretary Epimako Den Singh says the DILG office is devoted to pushing for constitutional reforms is in no way connected to the People's National Coalition for Revolutionary Government and Charter Change. Despite pushing for the same initiative back in 2018, Den Singh says making the shift now would be impractical. And the call for a revgov at this point in time is very untimely. All of us in government are focusing our attention to contain the COVID-19 virus. In my perspective, they do not have the, the, the mass uh, mass uh, support, not to mention that uh, it's it's two years, uh, it's, it's, it will be just two years and there will be an election and the Filipino people would rather have an election rather than having a red go. Mm. A third telco in the Philippines gets a 25-year franchise for the House of Representatives. Lawmakers voted 240 to 7 to approve House Bill 7332 granting a congressional franchise to Dito Telecommunity, a company led by Duterte ally Dennis Uy, with 40% owned by state-run China Telecom. Gabriela Party List Representative Arlene Brosa slammed the speed by which Dito received its license. She noted Dito's franchise was not scrutinized the way ABS-CBN's was, even with potential anti-competition implications. 
She also singled out a provision of the bill allowing the contractualization of 40% of DITO employees, a condition she asserted is not found in the franchises of Smart and Globe. 172 countries are engaging to possibly take part in COVAX, a global initiative to give nations worldwide equitable access to safe and effective vaccines against COVID-19. The World Health Organization is one of the groups behind COVAX, which is working with governments and drug manufacturers. The WHO says COVAX now has the world's largest and most diverse COVID-19 vaccine portfolio. Can you unmute At present, there are nine vaccines that are part of this dynamic portfolio, which is constantly being reviewed and optimized to ensure access to the best possible range of products. Even now, discussions are ongoing with four more producers, and a further nine vaccines are currently under evaluation for the longer term. The WHO urges all countries to engage with COVAX, even those who have already invested in their own vaccine manufacturers. The U.S. Republican Party formally nominates President Donald Trump for a second term in the White House. This is one of the first events in a Republican National Convention that has been dramatically scaled down because of the pandemic. Instead of thousands of people, only 336 delegates participated in a roll call vote in Charlotte. The convention is a crucial move moment for Trump, who is trailing in national and battleground state polls with more than two months to go before the November elections. Now, if you want to really drive him crazy, you say 12 more years. We caught them doing some really bad things in 2016. Let's see what happens. We caught them doing some really bad things. We have to be very careful because they're trying it again with this whole 80 million mail-in ballots that they're working on, uh, sending them out to people that didn't ask for them. They didn't ask. They just get them. And it's not fair, and it's not right. And be very careful and watch it very carefully because we have to win. This is the most important election in the history of our country. Before we go, the historic popular Rizal Park in Luneta, Manila, partially reopens after being off limits to the public since June. But the park will be open only for physical fitness activities. New health protocols will be enforced with visitors required to check in online or via text to gain access. They will also be asked to accomplish a health form that will be presented to the guard at the entrance. The park will be open to the public daily for four hours from 5 to 9 in the morning. And that's today's edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Stanley Palisad. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. You can also listen to podcasts of ANC shows. Just search hashtag ANC podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Stitcher. For feedback, email us at ancfeedback at abs-cbn.com. Stay with the news channel.